Driving shoes and put After them on and back on the road again. Almost done. Yeah. We should call. We need to call it the road after Infinity That's War. Now, I guess so, right? Yeah, because it's pretty much we should have arrived at our destination a while ago, but we <laughs> kept on driving. One half of us sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, but uh, that's what you get when you work full time and have a family. I yeah, guess, right? Pretty much, yeah. Um, so we're here, back at you in your face. Uh, we just got done watching what, Tom? We just got finished watching Spider-Man Homecoming. Boom! We just got Penis Parker all up in our face! Penis Parker! <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, we just got done doing our commentary track of Spider-Man Homecoming. So if you want to listen to us uh, comment on a movie for two and a half hours... You should check that out. Uh, it was a good time. I think we had a lot of quiet moments in this one. It's a good uh, movie to get absorbed into. Yeah. Yes, it is a good movie to get absorbed absorbed into for sure. Um, it's uh, for me. It's still weird. Seems like we've seen almost as much, not as much, but the only superhero we've seen more of in the theaters of is Batman. Really? Yeah. And I guess Iron Man at this point. Maybe maybe, maybe Wolverine. He's been in a lot of movies. Oh, too. yeah, Wolverine too. Because, like, yeah, so, it's, so it was like Batman, Superman, Batman, Wolverine, and then Spider-Man were kind of all the yeah, first there big been a lot trilogies of those, yeah. and stuff like that. And so it's weird to see uh, more Spider-Man and a different way we than we ever saw Spider-Man before, right? Yeah, very different. Um, so you were saying during the commentary track that that was the second time you had seen it. Yes, this is the second time I've seen Homecoming, yeah. So you only saw it in the theater and then now just when yep. we watched it. I have watched it a couple times because Larry um, was in love with the movie, so I bought it on DVD. Yeah. Um, but she's a teenager, so of course she's going to like a teenager movie, I yeah, guess. Yeah, that's true. Um, and she has a crush on Tom Holland. I don't blame her. He's a cute little kid. Cute kid. That's for sure. Um, and he's over 18, Tom, so he's mm. not Joe Bain. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Tom Holland. Tom Holland. If you're into fat bearded bears, That's give right. us a call. <laughs> Just hop across the pond and come say, hey. You can be our cub any day. <laughs> That's right. We'll take you into our bear cave. <laughs> uh. Ding dong. Oh, who's at the door? We'll give you a bear hug. A bear hug. 
shoot your web shooter. <laughs> He's like, hello, mates. Hello, mates. <laughs> so it's on more Australia than Hello, Britain. chaps. Hello, chaps. <laughs> hello, <But> governor. <laughs> what's some? I heard you wanted some of my webbing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's still warm. You gotta buy me tea first, mates. Mates. <laughs> it's all over the place. Where are you from? I don't just shoot my webbing for on a first date for anybody, mate. He's not Australian. <laughs> You're making him sound Australian. <laughs> Not Chris Hamesworth. <laughs> Anywho, you want to see my shooting weapon, boys? You need to take me out a date first, you know, mates. Take it to the top of the roof and see how far, far you shoot it. Ned wanted to know. Anyway, let's get back on track. Okay, man. Took an R rating real quick. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> the the commentary tracks are rated too because I I dropped a bunch of f bombs in there. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm feeling a little frisky today. Frisky, are we? Frisky. Um, you just really like cat food. So this is our episode where we give it. A, <laughs> this is our episode where we give a review mm-hmm. of Spider-Man: Homecoming. Um, and tell you kind of the good, the bad, and the ugly. What we liked, what we didn't like, all mm-hmm. that kind of jazz. So, um, usually what we do is we do three things we really liked and three things we did not like. Yep. And then we kind of give you an overall review. So, do you have a list of your three favorite things, Tom? Three favorite things. I think I can do that. All right. So, my number one favorite thing is, I've said this before, I'll say it again, Tom Holland is perfect Peter Parker. He does, yes. He does the geeky part very well. He does the neurotic part very well. He has the balancing uh, life and superheroing part very well. He does the smart part pretty well. They don't highlight it too much, but he's he makes he's just perfect. Peter innocent. He he's reminds innocent. you yeah, that very, he's a kid. Very a naive superhero. Yeah. I think he's Spider Man to a T. I yeah. agree with that. Yeah. That's a good one of mine. Yep. Um, I really enjoy the high school movie feel of it. Yeah, they pull a lot of John Hughesy type moments. They have a Ferris Bueller nod. They do a, um, a Risky Business nod. Mm-hmm. I think they do a couple Breakfast Club nods. Um, just a lot of it feels very high schooly and fun and sophomoric. They do a lot of fun like uh, pop culture type references. Yeah. And they do the F Kill Mary thing game with the kids. Yeah. Um, okay. It just really feel more than any of the any of the other Spider-Man movies you really get a sense that he's in high school he's in that culture um and a, they really do a good job of making the school almost a character yeah in a way and um that in New York and and I think e- even with this with Spider-Man Homecoming 2 I really hope they dive into New York, New York, New York even more yeah. Nothing would be a good thing to do more. Yeah, and and so, uh, but I I really enjoyed the the te- the teenage high school atmosphere. Yeah. Number two. Number two. I don't know why, but I love Happy Hogan in this movie. It's just <laughs> we were making fun of him a lot the whole time. Yeah. But like that, like begrudging kind of. Oh, I gotta keep an eye on this kid, but I don't really want to help him because uh-huh. I want to be I want to be helping Mister Stark, but he's making me babysit this kid. And, uh, okay. 
They they really do a good job of showing an adult and how how adults can f- screw shit up. Oh yeah, <laughs> because Happy and Tony both screw uh, screw Peter over really in a way. Yeah, and because they get so preoccupied with their life and their problems that They're... they forget about Peter. And yeah. I feel in my life that does happen to me a bunch at times where like I could have been there for people and I'm not. Yeah, because I get preoccupied. It said they really do a good job of showing that kind of distraction yeah. there. But they do do a good job with Happy Hogan and his 50 pounds that he gained or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, since the first movie, or Iron Man 1, he's a little little chunkier. Like, oh, Happy Hogan's doing well. He must have got a salary raise. <laughs> <laughs> he's eating well, that's for sure. Your turn. He's eating lots of hummus. Lots of hummus. Happy um, hummus. I really enjoyed the nods a lot in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of nods to the lore of things. Yeah. Uh, uh, they did the scorpion nod. They did the the, the Miles Morales nod thing. Mm-hmm. They kind of put electro in that electro uh, shocker. shocker in there. Yep. You brought up the tinkerer thing that yep. I didn't even realize in the first round. Really kind of building a universe. And I think the Marvel movies have always done that kind of well. Where they incorporate little tidbits and Easter eggs for the fans. But they're all very closed off. But they're all very closed off. And this seems like they could go somewhere maybe. 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 Uh, but they still kind of just seem like little nods for the fans and yeah. stuff and things. To they're fun little nods. Excited. Mm-hmm. Um... So I, I really did enjoy the little Easter eggs and stuff like that and, and seeing that universe kind of building. And, and, uh, and okay, so you. That was the end of your statement? That was it. Okay, that was quite the way to end it. Uh, <laughs> my, my third one is Vulture. I think Michael Keaton did a great job at first kind of being... You know, this kind of shade, you don't know where he stands, to turning yeah. a 180 and just being like this complete, like, menacing bad guy who can really kind of intimidate Spider-Man. He's great. He, um... He's really good. And I don't think I have many... I don't think I have really any complaints about him as a whole. I think he, he did a pretty a pretty darn good job. And he comes off as scary... Yeah. For sure. Especially at the end there in the car. Yeah, oh yeah. When he, he kind of grabs the gun and he really it's all shakes tense him to his core on that one. He that was perfect casting for sure. Mm-hmm. And that's Marvel showing their penis again of like, hey, here how here's how awesome we are at casting. Yeah. And we have all the monies. All the money. We have all the monies and we can just cast whoever we want because these movies do so well and everybody wants to be in our movies. So uh, and I think we're going to continue to be surprised on villains and people they cast in the future. I hope so. Because so far, so good. Mm-hmm. Mostly. I really enjoy the all of the action scenes mm-hmm. and sequences that they did. Um, were just a lot of fun. My favorite scene in this movie is the Washington Monument scene. Mm-hmm. He's got to climb up there and stop yeah, the Yeah, I remember the first time seeing that in the theater, and that was like, I had goosebumps, and I was like, 
this is a Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Like, and I just, and the music playing, and the tents, and him crawling up the tower, and him trying to get in, and he's getting anxious, mm-hmm. and yep. nervous, and I just... Not really sure how he's going to do it. That scene was so much fun. Mm-hmm. And, uh... I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed the boat scene. It was really good. This, the fight scene on the plane was awesome. The scene where they uh, he drops the whole building on him is really cool, and he kind of yeah. outsmarted him. Um, I really just enjoy all the action in this movie. It's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, great Spider-Man yeah. scenes in there, yeah. <sighs> now we get to the bad. Yeah, which is, I always have more bad than you do. Yep, usually that's <laughs> how it is, yep. <laughs> Um, so for me, there's a lot of things that just seem, coincidental again, like, like the scene at the homecoming and and they're running out and he go, he walks in and he changes his mind and runs out and oh, shockers just happens to be there. Like how did he get there so fast? It was a little weird yeah, to me. Yeah, that's, that's kind of true. Um, and then, uh, like, he just happens, to, like, in the scene where he they just happen to kind of roll up and he sees the van and the drug deal thing going on. Mm-hmm. Was was kind of just, meh, kind of thrown in there, too. And I should have took notes because there was more things like that that kind of bugged me a little bit. Um like Tony just happened to call it happened to be calling him while he's on the boat. Yeah. I thought it was a little coincidence. I think it's the whole point too. of that it's supposed to be an inopportune time for him to call. So if he called him at like a convenient time, it just wouldn't add to the tenseness of the situation yeah, for Spider Man. Sure. Yeah. I get that. I get from a writing standpoint, I understand why okay. he did it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you can't try to rationalize like try to put a fictional story in the real world. It just won't work. Anyway. I agree that it doesn't work, but it shouldn't seem so convenient that it takes me out of the story. And those are the things that bother me. The things that just seem like so convenient and like the writer's like, oh, I'm going to take the easy way out. Like, <laughs> you overthink something, man. I do overthink some things. Um, okay, what's one of your right, Mine is weird character changes. So, for instance, they took... Flash Thompson, who's supposed to be like this big antagonist to Peter Parker at school, hunky jock, who's always like the best, right. the best, and then they cast this kind of eh, shrimpy looking kid, who's like the rich playboy kid, but not exactly yeah. athletic. Mm-hmm. So it's a weird choice because they kind of close off that character's development for anything like they do. Eight, you can't do Agent Venom off this kid. I, he's just not that athletic, and he can't, he's just not cool. I mean, he's just kind of jerk pompous prick I wouldn't really call him cool no he's not cool at all in yeah. Flash, Flash, Flash Thompson is always like cool jock guy right and um, along with that they do the same thing with the person who they're saying is MJ yeah that's my next point is Mary Jane was supposed to be like the pretty girl in this class that everybody was attracted to and Peter was kind of attracted to much like Gwen Stacy the same concept but Zendaya just kind of plays this like nerdy kind of like outcast girl yeah. who's now apparently like oh my friends call me MJ and technically, I guess they could just say that's not really her. Yeah, but it seems like that is. I the mean, they could make it work because Zendaya's 
attractive young woman, but they just they took a weird turn with her and made her like this outcasty yeah. girl instead of like the pretty girl that Peter longs for. Yeah. Um. I agree that is a little weird. Uh, they kind of do that with Peter a little bit too. Like, you never see him pick up a camera. Yeah. You never see him get right. super nerdy. No, not you really. You never see him, like, he creates the web fluid a little bit, but you never see him super nerding out. You don't really see him being a scientist much. No, not, not too um, much. There's a couple, like, that one scene where he's, like, mixing stuff in the class real quickly. Yeah. You never get a sense that he's a super genius. Like, when they go into his room, there should be, like, nerdy posters in there and, like, a bunch of papers or designs of things like uh-huh. hiding like he's looking at looking at things like that yeah you don't really get that feel kind of too much and then aunt may they kind of completely change your character to a little yeah. bit and we we brought up at the beginning of the of the review of the commentary track of a lot and i know this is on the interwebs a big thing um in general with these new disney movies is a lot of people think they're throwing in politically correctness and they're trying to diversify and make everything. Um, what's the word? Uh, diversity. Diverse. Yeah. Yeah. They're diverse. trying to give make everything diverse and women's rights and like with Star Wars and making Rey this superhero from Star Wars and everything. And yeah. She's got all these magic powers and you know and it's called and then, the Force. Right. Hello. <laughs> and then they're and then this one. It just seemed like they're trying to. They tried to be so diverse in the casting that it almost takes you out of it. And that's kind of my second big beef is I get you're in New York and I get you're trying to be diverse in casting, but you don't need to be so blatantly obvious about it and change characters because of it. Mm -hmm. And and they, and they have done that a little bit in, in other things like, what, why completely change this character just to be diverse? Just to make it diverse on purpose. Um, yeah. Because eventually they're going to make somebody female that's supposed to be male or male that's supposed to be female. Well, they already did, technically, the ancient one. Yeah. Yeah. With that, and that's the one exception because that worked out very well. It that did work <laughs> out well. And if it works, I'm cool with it. Yeah. But, but if they're doing it just to do it and say, yeah. hey, we're diverse, then yeah, that's the wrong reasons to do it. It needs to be organic and yeah. work. And and that's like Mary Jane. Like, you're changing the whole character. Yeah, she's not the pretty yeah. redhead that Peter falls in love with. The girl next door. And I that's the whole point of her. Fine. She's supposed to be the girl next door. And I would have been completely fine with them casting Zendaya as Mary Jane if she was the pretty girl. Yeah, but she wasn't. And Liz or, was. Or not even, not even having to be... Not even, like, being, like, super pretty... But being popular, yeah, or and having the red hair and being that kind of, or at least like a red streak, something. Yeah, she didn't have any sort of red at all. So I hope that she's not going to be our Mary Jane. Sorry. Yeah, I hope not either. So, sorry. Uh, what's your what's your second problem? No, My your third third beef is the suit. So we kind of touched on it a little bit. How Peter's not very sciencey and nerdy. A lot of the stuff in the comics and the older movies, Peter made himself. Like, he did yeah. made all these gadgets himself. He has, like, all this fancy stuff. The suit does, like, almost all the work in this movie. Mm-hmm. Which kind of brings the point to, like, where Stark says, if you need the suit, then you don't deserve the suit. But I think he should have rejected the suit and be like, nah, I can do better. And make his own spider suit and make it better. That would have been cool at the end. Yeah. Where he just built his... Like, where... Like, if they would have done... 
Tony takes his suit away, and so he just builds his own suit. Yeah, that would have been much cooler. I think that would have been cool. Add okay. more, add more personality he, to it. Well, and and where where they would have showed him continually struggling with the, all the features and stuff, and he's just like, you know, I can't do this. Yeah. And I need to rely on me, or like the suit is malfunctioning, or whatever. And then he builds the yeah. I think they told because I agree. That's kind of my third issue too. Is and I've touched on this before. Everything in this Marvel universe is very technology based. Yeah, it is. And and I get that they're trying. They have to do that to kind of put it in the real world. But even Vulture, tech, you know, and then is is relying all on technical stuff and Whiplash, and then you know, and Hawkeye and. Everybody in Falcon and everything's tech, technology based, which I think is okay to a certain extent. Um, but you gotta show powers too. Like that's who Spider-Man is. Spider-Man he's, is he's got his abilities. Powers. He's stronger. He's a super agile. His spider sense. Spider-Man's not a suit. Yeah, it's 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 Peter. Peter is this carrying this heavy mantle yeah. of the Spider-Man. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think I think you're. I think I agree. They dropped the ball a little bit on it. Yeah. Um, overall, for me though, it's a fun movie. It is a good fun and movie. I think they nailed Spider-Man probably more than <laughs> more than we have. Right. And, um, <laughs> Sorry. I think probably still my favorite Spider-Man movie is probably Spider-Man Two. Spider-Man Two with Toby. With Toby and, and Doctor Octopus. Yeah. I really enjoy that movie. Um, I would say this would be my second probably favorite Spider-Man movie. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I think in Spider-Man 2, they have the opportunity to knock it out of the park. Yeah. But they need to focus more on Spider-Man and his burden now. Yeah, the burden of and, trying to do what's right and be a normal teenager. Right, and they need to they need to focus that a little bit more and get him away from the... Relying on relying on Tony and yeah. being an Avenger. Being, you know, I want to be, and um, hopefully because of the impact that Infinity War has, hopefully that kind of that changes things for him. Changes things. It probably is going to affect him very deeply. Yeah, and, and May is like, nope, no more, no more. Yeah, because now the way they ended the Homecoming is she's like, what the? So yeah. she obviously knows, and you need to stay away from Tony Stark. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah, they kind of go that route. Um. So for me, I think of a rating in stars. I I'd give it a seven. Seven. I was gonna give it an eight. An eight. Yeah. Okay. Um. I I know that it's it's kind of it's not super high on my list either. I don't have my list in front of me, but I know it's pretty pretty low on my list of. There's a lot of um, good movies, so it's hard to kind of squeeze it in there. Movies. It's a fun movie, don't get me wrong, but I think it's better than Ant-Man. Yeah. So, But it's still pretty low on my list, Ant-Man. Which is not a bad thing. There's, again, a lot of good movies, so... There is for sure. And, 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 um, and you know, it didn't gross a lot either. And I know we talked about that some in our commentary track, I think, is something that's been bothering me this past week is Han Solo just came out, Solo did, and if you look at all over the internet they're calling it a bomb and a failure and, and a all flop, that, yeah. and a flop and that doesn't make any sense to me and I don't, I would guess that Disney doesn't see it as a flop either 
don't think so. Um, because it's just it people, grossed the critics or the internet. One hundred and forty-nine million dollars in a weekend, yeah. and uh, that's still a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And it's first weekend, and so opening weekend for Spider-Man was one hundred and seventeen. Yeah. So if you want to, that was a flop. If you want to, you know, consider on the same. Considering if you're looking at Marvel movies and stuff, and that was that's a summer movie. Mm-hmm. So Memorial um, Day movie, yeah. I don't. I, well, you maybe know. not Memorial Day. So but yeah. it definitely in worldwide it grossed eight hundred eighty thousand. So it was a. It built up. It yeah. built, and I think Solo is going to do the same yeah. thing. Um. We'll do a solo review later. <laughs> yes, for sure. I got a little off topic. Yeah. I need to find my list here. Because I know it's low, but I don't know how low. Is it so low? I've got it right here. Let's see. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. It's the 12th on my list. Okay. So, Winter Soldier, Avengers, Captain America, Iron Man, Guardians, Thor, Doctor Strange, Guardians 2, Black Panther, Iron Man 2, Civil War, Spider-Man. And then Ant-Man's right after it. Um, so, it's pretty low, but there's, a, but there's so many good movies in this universe. Yeah. So. Alright, well, I'm glad you could all continue joining us. Uh, we had fun with this movie. So, thanks, y'all, <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> Crisis averted. If, um, <laughs> if you want to join us again next week, feel free. Next week is going to, well... We'll yeah, have an off week. Two weeks week, from yeah. now, we have off weeks next week. But we'll be back in two weeks. We're doing bi-weekly now. Uh, so, we'll be back in two weeks with our... Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok review, which should be a commentary track, which should be fun. Should be interesting, yeah. Should, because... I like and hate that movie. Yeah, I like and hate it too, but yeah. <laughs> uh, so thanks for joining us. Reach out to us. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, want to share some stuff with us, tweet us, Twitter, email us, whatever. Hey, Tom, guess what? What? Keep calm, man. And keep calm. Spider-Man. Oh. Do, 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 do.